Chapter 9 of The Mesmerous Victim by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Hunt A long rank of carriages filled the forest at Marley, where the king was carrying on what was called an afternoon hunt. The master of the buckhounds had deer so selected that he could let the one out which would run before the hounds just as long as suited the sovereign. On this occasion, his majesty had stated that he would hunt till 4 p.m. Countess du Berry, who had her own game in view, promised herself that she would hunt the king as steadfastly as he would the deer. But the huntsman proposed, and chance disposes. Chance upset the favorite's project, and was almost as fickle as she was herself. While talking politics with the Duke of Richelieu, who wanted by her help or otherwise to be first minister instead of Choiseul, the countess while chasing the king who was chasing the roebuck perceived all of a sudden fifty paces off the road in a shady grove a broken-down carriage with its shattered wheels pointing to the sky its horses were browsing on the moss and beech bark countess du berry's magnificent team a royal gift had outstripped all the others and were first to reach the scene of the breakdown dear me an accident said the lady tranquilly just so and a pretty bad smash-up replied richelieu with the same coolness for sensitiveness is unknown at court is that somebody killed on the grass she went on it makes a bow so i guess it lives and at a venture richelieu raised his own three-cocked hat hold it strikes me it is the cardinal prince louis de rohan what the deuce is he doing there better go and see champagne drive up to the upset carriage the countess's coachman quitted the road and drove to the grove the cardinal was a handsome gentleman of thirty years of age of gracious manners and elegant he was waiting for help to come with the utmost unconcern a thousand respects to your ladyship he said my brute of a coachman whom i hired from england for my punishment has spilled me in taking a short cut through the woods to join the hunt and smashed my best carriage think yourself lucky a french jehu would have smashed the passenger be comforted oh i am philosophic countess but it is death to have to wait who ever heard of a rohan waiting the present representative of the family is compelled to do it but prince soubise will happen along soon to give me a lift suppose he goes another way you must step into my carriage if you were to refuse i should give it up to you and with a footman to carry my train walk in the woods like a tree nymph the cardinal smiled and seeing that longer resistance might be badly interpreted by the lady he took the place at the back which the old duke gave up to him the prince wanted to dispute for the lesser place but the marshal was inflexible the countess's team soon regained the lost time may i ask your eminence if you are fond of the chase again began the lady for this is the first time i have seen you out with the hounds i have been out before but 
This time I come to Versailles to see the king on pressing business, and I went after him as he was in the woods, but, thanks to my confounded driver, I shall lose the royal audience as well as an apartment in Paris. The cardinal is pretty blunt. He means a love appointment, remarked Richelieu. Oh, no, it is with a man, but he is not an ordinary man. He is a magician and works miracles. The very one we were seeking, the duke and I, said Jean Dubarry. I am glad we have a churchman here to ask him if he believes in miracles. Madame, I have seen things done by this wizard which may not be miraculous, though they are almost incredible. The prince has the reputation of dealing with spirits. What has your eminence seen? I have pledged myself to secrecy. This is growing dark. At least you can name the wizard. Yes, the Count of Phoenix. That won't do. All good magicians have names ending in the round O. The cap fits. His other name is Joseph Balsamo. The countess clasped her hands while looking at Richelieu, who wore a puzzled look. And was the devil very black? Did he come up in green fire and stir a saucepan with a horrid stench? Why, no, my magician has excellent manners. He is quite a gentleman and entertains one capitally. Would you not like him to tell your fortune, countess? inquired the duke, well knowing that Lady Dubarry had asserted that when she was a poor girl on the Paris streets, a man had prophesied she would be a queen. This man she maintained was Balsamo. Where does he dwell? St. Cloud Street, I remember, in the swamp. The countess repeated the clue so emphatically that the marshal, always afraid his secrets would leak out, especially when he was conspiring to obtain the government, interrupted the lady by these words. Hist! Here is the king. In the walnut copse. Yes. Let us stay here while the prince goes to him. You will have him all to yourself. Your kindness overwhelms me, said the prelate, who gallantly kissed the lady's hand. But the king will be worried at not seeing you. I want to tease him. The duke alighted with the countess, as light as a schoolgirl, and the carriage rolled swiftly away to set down the cardinal on the knoll where the king was looking all about him to see his darling. But she, drawing the duke into the covert, said, Heaven sent the cardinal to put us on the track of that magician who told my fortune so true. I met one at Vienna, where I was run through the body by a jealous husband. I was all but dead when my magician came up and cured my wound with three drops of an elixir, and brought me to life with three more imbibed. Mine was a young man. Mine old as Methuselah, and adorned with a sounding Greek name, Altotus. The carriage was coming back. I should like to go. If only to vex the king who will not dismiss Soissul in your favor, but I shall be laughed at. 
in good company then for i will go with you at full speed the horses drew the carriage to paris containing the young and the old plotter end of chapter nine recording by john van stan savannah georgia